0: Here we go, the 28th country, Laos. So uh, actually, uh, me and Zhu's original plan was uh, uh, from China through Tibet to uh, Nepal. But when we almost get uh, into Tibet, but Zhu was being told that he couldn't enter Tibet as a foreigner. Because that requires a lot of uh, documentary so we just changed our plans and route we returned to uh, Yunnan province in Kuomeng and uh, I applied a visa to Laos so when we uh, were on the way to um, Laos we met uh, another U.S. girl who is ch- hitchhiking solo in China from Alaska so three of us uh, made our way by hitchhiking into the border but when we arrived, it's just too late, so border closed. We have to cross the border the next day. So that day, I still remember: those sleep on his tent, uh, another U.S. girl uh, sleep with her or I was sleep uh, just like uh, roughly under a chair. And uh, after we crossed the border, you know, three persons a little bit uh, challenge to hitchhike together. So I hitchhiked uh, alone, and they two. Just he uh, tried uh, together, so we decided to meet uh, again in Luang Prabang in Laos. So um, after I crossed the border from China to Laos, I I saw some Chinese people and. They were driving to Vientiane on that day so I just talked to them proactively and then they offered me a lift but not directly to Rampabang because on the halfway they stopped needed to wait somebody so I just uh, get out and uh, continued to hitchhike. It was just like so, uh, you know, so remote uh, area and then I waited uh, uh, a few times there's no car over me a lift I feel like, um, I, you know, um, stage uh, and I start to cry again because I remember I was being told like in Laos hitchhiking is not that easy, but still I have to hitchhike. So after I cry, I still continue thumbs up, and then I was lucky because the second car, which is a Chinese man. Exactly from my hometown, and then uh, he's going to Rongpora on that day, so I was really happy that I met someone you know from my local, uh, who can speak my local language. And then, and, and when we arrived at Rongpora, he even um, um, opened another. Uh, room in the hotel where they stayed for me to allow me to rest and then also we had the food with the, his colleagues and then yeah that was really uh, i was really lucky and actually after i um, they he and his wife who came to hong kong a few years later i was supposed to meet them so i went to their uh, hotel but unfortunately they went out for shopping so we couldn't meet it again but i truly appreciate for his help and in number one I met Zhu and another U.S. girl again and then they told me they changed the plan because the U.S. girl want to hitchhike her to some other place and Zhu is going to uh, Myanmar and my plan was uh, after Laos I'm going to Cambodia so which means we have to separate the three of us and yeah in the beginning i feel shocked because i i i used to hitchhiking in china with we still together and now i have to hitchhike by myself and then being abroad by myself uh with hitchhiking so uh actually i was like very panicked when i heard this decision but you know i just pretended okay nothing happened okay i respect your decision and blah 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 so and and um, before I move uh, move on, I decided to do some volunteering in Phnom But before I found the uh, volunteer opportunity, I was in a handcraft shop. It's like a, a Chinese now uh, shop. And then he was kindly enough, like, uh, to offer me a, a an accommodation with uh, his Laos uh, girls uh, place because that place is uh, uh, his and uh, his staff, like the local loggers, stay there and then he kindly allowed me to stay there before I head into my uh, volunteer opportunity And then uh, you know i was very lucky i met michelle who i was volunteer in northern vietnam Sabah together again and she was volunteer she was volunteer in the place where i wanted to volunteer and then she gave me the contour of the owner in a restaurant and swimming pool place so and uh, uh, and then smoothly I got the volunteer opportunity. So actually, me and Michelle every day what we do is just like uh, to do some witcher stuff or sometimes do do the uh, safeguard for the swimming pool. And um, and then and then it, it it depends on how many hours we work. So we we get the accommodation and the food. Um, yeah. So after one week later, I decided to move on, continue hitchhiking, so my volunteer colleagues, the local people, um, sent me to the, to the main road, and he actually feel confused what I'm going to do, but anyway, he just offered me a lift, and um, so I continued to hitchhike. So that day, I hitchhike uh, like a minivan, and before I thought that the driver is a it's a local, because um, um, the car plate is a local one, but he don't speak any English at all. So I just showed the sentence, who are uh, uh, like which I normally invite local people to write some sentence for me to show the hitchh- to show the drivers when I hitchhike. That that am traveling with. Uh, you know uh, with hitchhiking to explain a little bit so i emphasized that i showing him three times that i'm trying traveling in this way and he said no problem so he took me and some other you know like uh, customers uh, for the minibus we arrived in Ventan and i don't know, how, know where to stay because i'm i haven't sent out any catch surfing requests because uh, you know when you are hitchhiking you don't know every day how much you will move so I didn't do any preparation for accommodation so um, when we arrived at the copa I was thinking maybe that night I stay in the copa because there are some other cross parking there so we had a dinner and then I, I was very tired I wanted to sleep so I was just taking out my sleeping bag and I wanted to sleep but the driver keep like interrupt me but you know he, he don't speak any he doesn't speak any English okay and then he keeps like uh, trying to talk to me but you know i just feel so sleepy and eventually i get to what he he was trying to express because you know he was expecting something else you know and then okay i just immediately react and i said okay i need to take my luggage and i need to leave and suddenly he just said okay if you need to leave you have to pay and then so i I was very calm at the moment also okay i said I told him if you, are, you need me to pay okay come come over with me to the ATM and then I draw the ATM on the floor and then <laughs> he understand so and then we just uh, left the car and then on the way I saw the restaurant where earlier I get I I got the food so I just went to the restaurant and invited staff to to call help me to call the police and then I finally found out um, um the driver couldn't communicate with, with, with the local people as well. So uh, he's not originally from Laos because uh, uh, why I was not being alert, because now people normally they are pretty So I, I feel like maybe perhaps there are, you know, there are people helping uh, you with no other, some expectation. But this one, that, that driver actually is from Vietnam. So, and then he noticed that I'm going to call police. He just left. And then okay, uh, I thought the staff helped me to call police. And at that time, I was so scared. Like if what if this uh, staff don't help me? But luckily, he helped me. And then and he asked me to pick up the phone. I thought that I'm going to talk to the police. No, actually, it's a. Uh, I thought it's a police, but he can speak Chinese. I was shocked. You know, I was shocked. And then before earlier, I was so scared. And then. So finally, when I heard some someone who speaks Chinese, uh, my emotions just need to release. I was crying and blah blah blah, to show like I was so scared before earlier. And then he he just uh, and after that, uh, and the staff from the restaurant just took me to a guest house and and get me a room paid for me. And then he told me the next day he will come to pick me up. So I thought the next day I will be sent into the police station and so still that night i i was like uh, still like uh, scared because i waited if that driver followed me but uh, but i was very tired so i just fell asleep and the next day um the staff came you know i was taking watching my map i i don't know should i continue my journey or not you know I, i have no idea and then he picked me up he sent me to a place where i thought i'm going to the police station but actually it's a car replacement uh, place and then I met the guy who I was talking in the phone last night and he was a, a, a overseas Chinese, he do business here and he was the one who helped me and I was very grateful and after that he asked me what what's my plan and I said okay I, I, my final destination is Singapore for this uh, hitchhiking trip, so I am um, still continue my journey. And then he said he's going to sponsor me a little bit uh, for the fund. And then I tried to reject, but he told me all I all he wanted is to ensure my safety. So I was just so touching because as a stranger, you know he cares so much about your safety. So and then uh, luckily he just helped me out, and I'm really appreciate. So still now we keep in touch okay so I-, I would probably stop here even there's some other part of the stories in laos but yeah so i will just make it a short here. and um, thank you so much for listening and the next coming episode there will be cambodia looking forward to catch you up later bye for now